Am I making any sense? Boom. I am here with Arturo. Arturo, give me a mic bump. Boom. Done. done. <laughs> What's up, man? So this is an awesome setup here. This is actually... What what's going on here? This is my dream <laughs> podcast studio, right? So, yeah. This is Rogan esque because <laughs> yeah. what people can't see right now. So if you're listening to this um, through, actually, even if you're watching us, we got a pool table over here. We got what's that called? Shuffleboard out there? Shuffleboard. But yeah. it's the one you push it. It's on sand, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the hand one. Hand the one. People. The hand shuffleboard. It's youth, youth uh, shuffleboard. Yeah. So this place is really awesome, dude. Yeah. This is a great setup. There's a gym over there, too, if you look to the right. That's definitely a Rogan <laughs> move just, right I, there. My life, I just came from the gym, too. I came from the UFC gym. I'm Ooh. like Rogan light. Like, I'm like super. Holy <laughs> like, shit. That's so, where I came from, dude. You were actually fighting? No, 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 no. I just trained. There's, okay. So basically, the UFC gym, a lot mm. of people, when they hear it, they think like, oh, my God, it's just fighting. That's what I think. It's actually like a 24-hour fitness, but the difference is it has combat equipment so if you want to do combat Got stuff it. you can as well but families go there too because it's a gym you know? okay but uh, but yes they do have legit people training there but it's okay. not just like a fighting gym okay yeah, i do some light sparring and stuff in there but i don't know what i'm doing like that i'm just trying to like you know it's a yeah. different way of working out you know i actually yeah. think i don't know if this is an old man thing but i lately have just had these bouts of just anger stuck in traffic uh -huh. or dealing with shit at work uh -huh. and i'm like i need a heavy bag in my house or access to a gym with a heavy bag highly recommended yeah, <laughs> yeah. because that's what i mean that's what you when you have that misguided masculine uh, surge a, a heavy bag is what you need right oh, for sure for because sure. if i was to start fighting i get my ass kicked uh-huh and that's not helpful. That makes me more angry. Depends who you're on the other side with. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. There might be a shot Most of me. Most people that will fight in the street don't know how to fight. You notice a lot of people that know how to fight are really, oh. really cool. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking, you know what I mean? yeah, I would never fight anyone in the street, obviously, because uh, um, I don't want to go to jail. But I was thinking, <laughs> exactly. like, if I got a hobby of boxing, right? Like, yeah. some guy's like, I got anger issues. I want to go box. If you're yeah. if you're training with a dude who knows how to box, uh -huh. and I don't know shit about boxing, I'm going to get lit up. No, for sure. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, he's going to be like, oh. He's going yeah, yeah, to get you to react to things and then know where <laughs> yeah. your head's at. It's a whole different situation. It'll be like Looney Tunes. You know when the dude's face turns into a sucker? When the yeah. when the con or the Wiley Coyote or something uh -huh. like my face, they'd look yeah. at me and be like, "Oh, he's a sucker. We're gonna get this dude." <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna see they're gonna see the openings. Oh yeah, it's funny, man. Yeah, um, but it's weird. Like a lot of people think people who fight are like I don't know a lot of people who fight. I know a few people who who um, train and uh -huh. um, people who are really deep into it. Yeah, they they're not like mean people. No. They're not even looking to fight. They're nope. not even they don't even like they're so calm and it, they have a different level of confidence too. Yes. Uh, to to the way they to the way they move, but they don't cause the fights. You know, they're not trying to nope. prove they can fight because they've already done it. It's a, it, okay. I compare it to this, and this may this is like a this is just you'll get this. Uh, not everybody who's not a comedian will get this. Yeah. You know, some comics that are newer to the game, or they're just they're they they're always trying to be funny like yeah. all the time it's in the needy. green room. Like you don't need yeah. to be green room funny. Like you're no. not this not where you need to be. Yeah. If you're funny, we, if we're having fun, we're having fun. But some people, you know, that person that's oh. always trying to be the funniest person, and everybody's looking around like, do they know? Yeah, that they lack self awareness. Awkward, yeah, they're making this an awkward chill moment for us. Uh, it's like that. It's like if if you if you're newer and you don't understand that, then. I 
I guess maybe people like that would try to fight and try to prove they're tough. Yes. But when you, it's like a comic. If you've been on stage, you've crushed, you've done good, you've yeah. got used to it, and you're like, oh, no, I know I'm funny, and yeah, I just yeah. want to chill with my friends now who right. are like-minded. That's that kind of thing, you know? Or, I mean, yeah. for me, it was, it didn't take too long to just realize, like, what I'm trying to do on stage with comedy is very different than I'm trying to who I'm trying to be every day in my day-to-day life, right? Oh, like th- sure. that's why this yeah. podcast is a good outlet for me because it's like I have my buddies that I'm doing mics with, getting you on, learning about the craft, learning about but ultimately I'm just like making conversation. I'm not trying to necessarily ham it up. Sometimes things get a little crazy and it's fun. Um, yeah, of course, yeah, that's but, good. <laughs> yeah, it's always good if yeah. you can have that angle to it. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, I'm with you. But I notice it more so not with, I do have a story about a comedy, a comedian trying really hard and it was making everyone feel awkward. Yeah, that's always, I, but, do, I, I always want to tap him on the shoulder, but I'm like, I also don't want to be that other guy who's like, oh, I know how this should go, you know, yeah. so I'm just chilling. That's yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. There was, um, I'll get back to my story about uh, people, non-comedians trying to always be funny. But um, <laughs> So my story is, it just happened a couple weeks ago where this dude, it was literally like his second or third open mic. And he was walking around to all of us saying, hey, what'd you think of my set? How did I do this, that? Mm-hmm. And you could tell when some people, when they ask, how did I do? It's not necessarily a situation where they want your honest opinion. They don't. You don't want, they want, they want you to puff them up. Yeah. So then you're looking at them, you're going, well, I don't know you. I literally don't know this dude's name. Exactly. And yeah. do I tell him like, that was really awkward for me to watch you. Yeah, that's yeah. It was really awkward. Yeah. It was really awkward, and that's the thing with new comics. It's like it's hard watching you, dude. Yeah. But I I'm I am there some nights, and I've been there. And so what I'm gonna do is just be like, hey, good job, good job getting up there. But then I have nothing else to offer because I don't even know where to go with what you just said on stage. Exactly. And so I kind of ignored it. I actually dipped away. And then yeah. one of the other comics just goes, well, I really. You know, to be honest, I don't watch other comics. So that was a good way to, say, to kind of weasel out of that one. To that say, like, a- <laughs> I don't watch other comics, but I know he yeah. was watching. And I know he was probably thinking, like, I don't really want to tell this guy. But he was going from comic to comic asking that mm-hmm. same thing. Looking for approval. Looking for approval. I get it, but it's Ugh. like, you don't need to do it. You don't need and to I, do it. I get it. I get why people do it, but you don't need to do that, man. No. And you, don't, you don't want, but like you said, they don't want a real answer. Like, you don't want me to sit here and be like, honestly, you rushed through that Doritos joke you had. And you yeah, got yeah. to slow that down. And you yeah, got to punch yeah. that up more they're gonna be pissed off at me yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. not looking Snow for a real like you know you like for example it's like that good set everybody walks off you're yeah. like good set good set yeah. which is cool like you, that we all yeah. do that to each other we want to support each other but it's yeah. like if you're really asking do you really want me to help you improve your bit because 99 yeah. of the time you're not gonna like if i really yeah. sit there and go like yo try this and i'm never somebody to give advice if like for example sammy sammy obeyed um, he's and for as far as he is, he's such a nice guy because he 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 allows me to give him like anything that I thought of. Yes. But before that, I went up to him and I was like, dude. I don't want to seem like that guy. Yeah. You just made me think some things when you were doing the bit okay. that you maybe be able to try. Uh, yeah. Is it okay if I if I just tell you what you made me think yeah, that, yeah. that was like you brought into my mind? He was like, yeah, yeah, anything you got, just tell me it's it yeah. perfectly. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted, just in case, man. It's, right. it's, it's all about you. I don't even like this thing yeah, about yeah. me. And I do it in a way where we're away from everybody. And he's so cool. He was like, yeah. He's like, yeah. So anytime he does a set and it makes me think of something, I'll just come up to him and be like, yo, this, that, this, that. And he'd yeah. probably never use it. Right. But it... 
it's cool to know that he's like that and also helps me because then I'm from an audience I, I learn what the audience what, what could come next to, yes. to make that bit better because I'm like oh that made me like think this so maybe he could come here with that you know yeah. or play with that you know there's different things but yeah, for for example, there's a way to go about things. You know? There's a way. Because yeah. then you have the other one, other end of it is, dude, people who just, I, I can deal with people who are new looking for their approval, yeah. but the part that's like tough is the people who try to sun you. You try to, they, what I mean by sun you, they try yeah. to be like dad and try to like Ooh. give you harsh, not harsh, try to give you advice that you didn't ask for. Yeah. And, Dude, it's like so, uh, so difficult. And this is the part where everybody listening to the podcast is like, name names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> we're not bro. doing names. There's a reason we don't name names. No, no, There's no. A reason. We're, we're not naming names. Dude, we I, have careers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, dude. I have, and I don't want to, like, it's not about that. There's different reasons why people do that, you know? Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everyone thinks they're yeah. just trying to help. And uh, what I will say is I think I've gotten notes, like legitimate notes, not uh, just a random... Uh, person in the bar coming up, hey, you should do this with your joke. I mean, notes from someone who is also practicing the craft. Yeah. And it's senior to me. I've gotten notes four times in the last year and a half, and every single one had truth in it. Yeah. Which I need, which I knew, but I also needed someone else to tell me. Exactly. And also their notes were very, very helpful. Like one note was, um, and this is just so important, and it, it took this guy telling me, is he said, um, Never ask, was that the light? He goes, keep going until you know it's because it yeah. makes you look like you want off. And if you're a comic, you're supposed to always want to be on the mic. Yeah. Right. So make sure like if you're not sure if you caught the glimpse of the light, the MC is going to keep lighting you. That's and a you technical will see it. Thing. Yeah. yeah, that's a good thing. I don't mind. Dude, yeah. that's a technical thing. That's yeah. like someone being like, hey, yo, the mic right. needs to be a little closer to your mm -hmm. face. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it yeah. needs to be a little bit closer so that people can hear you and you can have a chill, relaxed voice so you communicate better. Yes. That's yes. technical. You're not like right. saying anything about my bits. Yeah. That stuff is welcome. So that's, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. happy someone said that because that's yeah. just, that's just you, you know, you're asking something because you're trying to not be rude yeah. to the to the show host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're asking because you're not, not scared to not be on stage. Right. You're just like, I don't want to run the light. I don't yeah, yeah, disrespect yeah. the room you're trying to be courteous yeah but you don't realize when you say that that comes off like that but yeah technical stuff all day that's really that, yeah. right it's just it's like someone telling your flies down like, like dude yeah 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 it's like yeah let me help you man 100 percent. you know i'm not trying to write your bits i just want you to know yeah yeah that, yeah that that comes off that way you know? and and someone yeah. telling you about which way your joke should go that's tough yeah, right it's a tough one. because you go well that wasn't that's what you were thinking but that's not so clearly there's a miss there's a disconnect here mm -hmm. but i don't necessarily want to go where you just told me maybe as a tag tags are fine Tags are fine. <laughs> tags are fine. I've, yeah, tags yeah. are fine. Tags are but, fine. Uh, but what you just said is different. You know, yeah. that's that's different. That's if somebody they're trying to rewrite your, your thinking should, process. Honestly, I think you should go here with the joke, and that's yeah. what, and then they, they wanna it's Yeah. How do I say this? Every single joke is always still being written. Yes. No joke is ever finished. I don't think that's so. the way you need to look at it. Yeah. And you do the best you can and make it the, the best as possible until you record it. Yes. Until whatever. But even the best of them have recorded for their specials and then later been like, oh, <sighs> there's a, yeah. another punchline. Yes. And then that's recorded and they may even still do it later. But like it's like it's never over. So mm -hmm. don't ever feel like a bit's done. You're always trying to punch it up. You're always trying to figure it out. But um, but you as an individual will 
let's say you put your hands on it, it that like let's pretend the joke is clay. Yeah. You're gonna put your hands on it the way that that's that's your mind, and it's gonna craft it. And over time, it's gonna be something that's yeah. I like totally that different. Yeah. And then you, the the metaphor is that this comic is now coming and be like, yo, you should do this yeah. shit to you. And it's yeah. like, dude, now your fingerprints are all on my shit, yeah. and you weren't even really trying to help. You were just yeah. trying to sh tell me yeah. that you're funnier than me Ooh. in a sideways way. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I cut that shit off so quick, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I not I, I try not to be rude. I'm like the, I'm a really nice guy yeah. until I recognize that oh this is bullshit. Right. <laughs> and right, we're not right. having this conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. I'll I'll give people I'm good and walk right. off real quick because yeah, I, yeah. I don't because mm -mm. you, you you don't that's another thing those kind of people you don't ever want to that kind of a person that's not giving you a tag not being nice not yeah. being respectful you don't want to give that person the satisfaction of you doing a joke and then being like yeah I I wrote that for Ooh, them yeah, and yeah. I guarantee those are the first mother. At first, yes. Gonna, try not to swear as much, yeah. but <laughs> that are gonna say stuff like that. Oh it's yeah, like, yeah. Nah, get out of here with that, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Man. If you're that funny, you would have made your set that funny, you know? Right. It's like crazy. Having said that, I have gotten, I'd say, two or three nuggets yeah. that did help uh, when they said, "Hey, have you thought about saying it this one?" I go, "That's a great Ooh. way to do it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but that's love. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. It was. That's love, not judgment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's it was my. Yeah, it we, was. We a, ride these fine lines of like love and judgment and yes. things like that. And it's like that's love. That's somebody being like, "Hey, man, yeah. I want to." That y'all was your idea. Yeah. That was that was awesome. I just try that. Yeah. And then you try it. And it's amazing. I just you made it me works think better. It, that's yeah, what yeah. that is. That's yeah. what my writing group is. The yeah. have you seen the the BYOB the Bring Your Own Bits group that I do? I've seen the writing group. Yeah. Yeah. So that. That writing group, because I mean, a lot of people don't really understand until they get into it. But yeah. that's what I structured that as. It's like um, I've been in a lot of writing groups for uh, stand-up, for sketch, uh, even punching up like movies and short films. I've been part uh, of those. Okay. I've taken like that concept and been yeah. like, oh wait, we can do this as stand-ups for each other's bits. Yeah. Instead of the thing that we're working on, the th I mean, the thing that we're working on are, are people's jokes that they want to work with mm -hmm. other people on. You know? Yeah, yeah. And all we do is. Let's say that you come in. It's mm -hmm. called Bring Your Own Bits because you, you come in with an idea. Yes. Or it could be a full written joke. Yeah. It could be anything in between. It, could, it doesn't have to be a full written joke okay. all the way. It could be just, ah, I was kind of thinking about this. Yeah, yeah. I've had people come in with a recorder of them ranting about something that they thought that day. Yeah. And we turn that into a joke. Oh. But what you do is you come in. There's 10 of us normally. And you go, all right, when it's your turn, you go, this is my bit. And then everybody goes around. After you, you explain yeah. the concept. We go, oh, that thinks that, think that, think that. And it literally fires off. We pile a bunch of stuff on you and then you decide what you want and what you don't but the thing is it's your idea you inspired us to come up like with our that right. thing and we just pile it on you and it's 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 That's made with that a great writing ex collaborative writing oh, exercise dude, i'm telling you like it's i've seen bits turn into hardcore sketches we just haven't filmed them yet and yeah. like i'm not even kidding like 20 seconds you don't know how amazing you know how funny we all are yeah which we are but when we're together, when things can fire off like oh, that, yeah, yeah. it's like, dude, it's like a freaking dream team, essentially. And it's everybody has improv, their own huh? voice, so yeah. other people see different things that you wouldn't even have thought of. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Whether it's like a literary comic who can play with the words, or like, yeah. and then you all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's a great. I would have never did that. And right, then, right. And then you could take whatever you want and do whatever you want with it. And then, yeah. dude, that, that writing group I designed for comics. That's yeah. basically what it is. And I just I, enjoy it. It's fun. It's fun to be with comics, chilling. You know. It is. Uh, yeah. I I got to check that out yeah, and it's interesting you, want, you said about a bit turning into a sketch because I have a number of things that I thought were bits yes that I don't have either the skill aptitude or clarity to make funny yet but I've tried them on stage and it's like people are just staring at me and go fuck I know 
I know the absurdity of this experience that yes. I had. It's a story, essentially. But I go, you know what? This probably could play out in a, uh, a sketch. Yeah, a sketch. Better. Mm-hmm. That was um, so. I, I, I've done, and we all have the roadmap. We all have yeah. the roadmap because of Chappelle and his Rick James stories. Yes, there's any you can do pretty when much it's um, anything. Charlie Murphy telling the stories. It's like okay, that's a story that's funny to hear, but once they acted it out in a troupe, yeah, with fucking Chappelle being, uh, Chappelle being, um, uh, Rick. yeah, Rick, and yeah. then uh, you know you had Darnell, Darnell, and then you have uh, yeah. Uh, fucking Charlie, Charlie Murphy, Murphy. Yeah. back in the 80s. Oh, it's hilarious. It's, it's amazing because it's, he basically took, okay, so Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Yeah. When Eddie Murphy, f- like, s- found out that Chappelle was doing that, mm-hmm. um, he was just like, man, I've been hearing these stories forever because that's his yes. brother. And yeah, fuck, yeah. he's like, Chappelle thought to, d-, he's like, yeah. he was so like, that's, I can't believe that. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. It's, that's so funny that like you, uh, it's it's having that mind that yeah. Chappelle has to to hear that and be like, you know what it is? He has that imaginative mind, as you can tell. And when he's hearing the story, he's seeing this, and he goes, "Oh, that." Yeah, I'm just guessing. Here. Especially but the kicks he, and the boots you know on the couch. Dude, the boots on the couch <laughs> and the kick where he flies yeah. with the wires yeah, yeah, yeah. and hits the glass. Like everything about it's funny, man. But that's oh, that's man. iconic. Well, what a, lot of, what a lot of people don't understand is how much the Chappelle Show is stand-up comedy. What I mean by that is mm-hmm. he, I think he invented this. Uh, Key and Pill do it, which he made a joke about them still in his. Uh, they've been doing his show for years. Yeah. But this is what he did. It's a setup punchline, but in yes. a show form. This is how yeah. it works. He walks on stage and he explains the setup. Yes. And the sketch is the punchline. Yeah. So he comes on stage. The first one ever was a Kia commercial. He's like, he was like, have you seen the Kia commercial one where like they have a white girl dancing in the car? And he goes, that'd be uh. way different if it was a black girl. And then it plays this black girl and she's like twerking out the window. It's all crazy, but it's funny. But he walks on stage and he goes, hey, man, he's, who's, I don't know the verbatim, but he says like, you know, I was watching the Kia commercials and they have like yeah. uh, this white girl that can whatever. He is explaining right, it, right? Right, right. And that's him on stage doing stand up, explaining it. Right. But instead of the punchline, which He's making people laugh still, but the punchline is that sketch. He goes, all right, here's a setup, sketch. Right. And he's using the same kind of comedic mind that he has, but yeah. he did it in a video form. And he, every every single sketch, he talks about Wayne Brady, yeah. explains kind of the concept yes. so everybody's on the same page, and sketch. Yeah. Nobody's ever lost during the Chappelle show. Everybody That's knows what sketch is coming, kind of, yeah. until yeah. it's revealed to them, but they're on the same Whenever you do comedy, the setup, the setup purpose is to get everyone on the same page with you yeah. the best way you can so that when you drop the punchline, everybody knows they're in the right spot to get hit with that. And that's what that's, that, that show is. I love that. that. When I sit there watching that, it's like amazing. And Key and Peele do the same thing. Yeah. They both come out on stage. They explain. like It's hard. To, they have one where they're like, it's so hard to be the black guy at the party because everybody yeah. like, oh, my God, you're finally here. You're yeah. the fun. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then they do the <laughs> sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's what... That they do the same thing. Yeah, but yeah, they come out on stage together. But it's Chappelle started that, and I was like, if I do a sketch show eventually, I, I want to do I want to do something like that where we explain for a quick second. Yeah. To get everybody on the same page, and then we just have fun with it from there. You know, it's I, cool. You just got me thinking. Yeah. Because I noticed there's a lot of a lot of comics out there. Yeah. That would repeat repeat the premise. They'll say, oh, so I was at the market the other day. I was at the market, and it, you know, it, like it's a subtle, it's a quick thing, and I I kept thinking, from a from a speech standpoint, that's kind of sloppy. Why are they using extra? Why are they using repetitive words? Uh-huh. But now that you just said that, I realize the repetition is actually to anchor the audience yes. 
to, to get to the get, image to get everybody on the same page. Yeah, it's like you're trying to herd people onto a bus. Right. You're trying to herd them in. So you got to say it twice. And the door's over here. The door's over here. Exactly. And then once they're on, then then you say the so next those, instructions. Those repetitions are purposeful. Yeah. They're, they're purposeful. Like yeah. Because if you don't have everybody on the same page with you, it's not going to be as successful as it could be. Yeah. If that makes sense. That the makes way, a lot of see, sense. The way I see, and I have all these crazy freaking analogies in my head that I don't tell anybody. That's why I'll you're a comic. You this one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you this one. I don't even know it's an analogy. Yeah. It's yeah. like a, a, a vision that the way I look at the crowd, right? Yeah. I look at the crowd like when I'm explaining my setup, there's different levels of people there. Let's say I'm talking about something. Uh, I'm talking about Nutter Butter cookies. That's for some yeah. reason. Some people know what Nutter Butter cookies are right away. Yeah. They relate. They're right. done. Some people don't. Yeah. If I go and do the joke and do the punchline quickly and those people who had no idea what it was, they're not going to laugh. Uh, so if my setup is good enough to where I can explain to the person who has no idea yeah. what that is so they have enough information to get with me, yeah. now everybody in the crowd has a target on their head. Right. And I'm going with that punchline. I'm going to hit every target that I just created. Yeah. But you have to understand that sometimes people aren't going to know what you're talking about. Be prepared for that. Right. And write your setup so well that they can at least follow along enough to get the funny of it. Right. And you're killing it. Some people don't understand that concept or in their own way don't do it and they leave some laughs on the table is what right. we call it because you didn't you didn't realize 10 percent of the audience explain. didn't understand the foundation exactly. of what you're talking about that's 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 the way that's i look deep. at the, that's what i look at the audience and if that's what that setup's for is to get everybody yeah. on the same page so you can hit everybody because yeah. they know what's happening now you know yeah we're educating to set up to punchline basically it's, uh, it's fun that's fast. so how long have you been doing comedy oh man it's embarrassing 10 years why is that embarrassing, embarrassing though man because it's it's, it's I, I did a lot of stuff trying to figure it out, man. Um, and when I say 10 years, I'm not saying it to be like 10 years. I don't I don't care. Yeah, My that didn't core, feel like a flex. That felt like you were almost ashamed. Yeah, or something. because, I, because I, I, there's people being super successful now. That, oh, you can't and, do the compare but game. No, but it's, yeah. this is my thing. I, I'm okay because humans do that. I don't do yeah. it in a negative way. I right. just go like... Man, I wish I was there. You know what I mean? I wish I was doing that. I don't like get really bad about it, but it does make me go, dang, if I made different moves, maybe I could be in a better position. So now, uh, but my thing is I don't get angry. I go, okay, let me figure out what I got to do now. That's but a healthy it, attitude. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. But it's but it's still, I got to be like honest. You're like, okay, that's possible. We need to make smarter moves now. Yeah. So it's not like that. It's, some people get like angry, jealous, or weird. Like, I don't yeah. care about that. Like, it's, it's, um, but, but I how do you define, there, you know? so how, um, this, th actually, this is a good conversation because, yeah. Um, right now I'm defining what I'm doing with both stand-up and podcasting as yeah. a hobby slash social life. Yeah. And so I don't really know that I have any monetary or, um, like goals of other than I want more mic time. Yeah. <laughs> and my only goal is more, I need more mic time yeah. because I know more mic time means I'll be more funny. Um, or at least more experienced to build a foundation to be more funny. But yeah. I don't really know. To be the know funniest to you. Yeah, the funniest yeah, exactly. The funniest you. Yeah. So then I don't really know what my goals other than that are now. But what are your goals? Yeah, I can. Um, my goals is to, I want this, I want this to be, I don't care about being famous. Okay. I want to be at a place where I'm living my life doing creative things. Yeah. That's, that's where I want to be. I want right. every bill that I have to be paid and every extra thing that I want to be paid with 
my creativity. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm pushing to be able to do, and I'm trying yeah. to figure that out. Yeah. If, if fame or something comes as a side effect, that's fine, but that's we all know that that's fake because famous people kill themselves all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is not going to do anything. It but actually I, I seems like want, a drag. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. it just depends. And I, I don't Strangers coming up and talking to you like they know you. It's weird, yeah, I imagine. <laughs> they'll just be like, they'll come up to you and go, hey, man, this, that, and the other, and like, like they're your best friend. Dude, You're like, wait, I don't, you know me. You I don't know sometimes you. Sometimes just with the internet, you get a light taste of that because some people would be yeah. like, hey, man, when you did that, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, you seen that? Okay, oh, okay. What's up? What's your yeah. name, dude? <laughs> like, it's like weird, like, but um, yeah. yeah, dude, like you, um, but yeah, basically that's that's my goal is to okay. to, to make a living doing this and to, to go back to just explain the ten year thing because I don't want people to go, ten years like yeah. So so I did a bunch of. Let me start by saying my core belief, and this is what's frustrating when uh. I see this in the community. There's people who really flex that ten year. They flex whatever it is. Yeah. And they go, Dude, the goal is not to be doing comedy ten years. The goal is to be looking like you've been doing comedy for twenty years as fast as possible. There's oh. a difference. Do you understand? I, That's I, my goal. My goal is to look like I've been doing comedy for twenty years as fast as possible. Yeah. That's where I'm at. The it, competency. Yeah, I want to be yeah. on stage where people go like, I could say any amount of years, and people will be like, oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's that's the goal. It's not to be like, oh, I've been doing it before you. It does not matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to be as best as you can be, and that's right. what I'm trying to do. Okay. But so I started doing comedy at Tommy T's. I did the open mic back in 2009. I had like long hair. Like, okay. if I got, I have a homie who has a video. I gotta find it. I don't want to watch it though. I'm gonna cringe okay. so hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. so glad he has it, and yeah. I don't have it because I'm probably gonna cringe. But I did the open mic for um, and back in 2009. And then what happened was, is that um, I thought that was the only really, I did that for like two years. I can only make it out to like one every other month. Yeah. And I, I didn't, I didn't know there was other stuff out there. And that was uh, before like bacon. That was before all yeah, these things, right? It was harder back then. Yeah. But I, I didn't, I just wasn't really, and then I had to get home. I had a, some family stuff. I had to take care of my family. I do a bunch yeah. of stuff. But basically I would, I would go to one every other month basically for two years. And then, um, and then I started to get a little more consistent on like that third year. Yeah. But then I realized I had this weird idea in my head. I was like, well, yeah. I need to be in LA if this is going to work. Cause everybody mm. has that, right? Dude, I was driving to LA like every other month okay. to go sign up for mics. And I Kid you not, I think half the times I went, I was not getting up. So yeah. I'd go literally to LA and they have lotteries. They have they put your name in a little bucket sure. kind of thing. No and guarantees. They pull, yeah, and then they pull names out and stuff like that. There'd be times that I got like the extra last one and they go, Okay, you have a spot next month. <laughs> no, uh, next month. Next I mean next mic. Next mic. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got that one. I'm like, well I'm not gonna be here. So it's yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. that's dope. But and there was times man I even seen my name with other people getting pulled out of the bucket when they yeah. were like you know like before. No no I'm oh, talking about right. they were like taking names out of the bucket yeah, so yeah. that they would increase the chance of having their people, which I mean that's the game. Mm. But I seen that too. Or there were times I got up and I didn't do great. But can you mm. imagine that's that six hour drive is so much longer for five minutes. When, or maybe not even two, five. three minutes out there. Eesh. Three minutes out there and they light you early sometimes like it's like yeah. it, that's real um but i thought that that's what you had to do so i yeah. i literally spent like a year and a half like I, I don't have the exact timing but but i spent a long time doing doing that so i was trying to do tommy t's and trying to go to la and yeah. doing all that stuff and i had and you never got to work on anything and i never really got yeah you're just not really yeah. getting anywhere but i'm yeah. trying thinking that's what i have to do stupidly i yeah, didn't yeah. realize i could just but there were no other resources for exactly. you exactly and I didn't, yeah. I didn't really know so what i did from there was um i had started acting I, everything I've done is for stand-up. So I started okay. acting. I was doing acting, which is great, and it's great for stand-up. Uh, Dave Chappelle took acting classes because 
I mean, the bad name, but Bill Cosby said uh, that yeah. he took acting classes. That's why Dave Chappelle could do act out so well yeah. and he murders. So yeah. any moment you have someone saying like that's dorky or that's whatever, because I know people do that. Yeah. Dave Chappelle did it. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to be Dave. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's cool, dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to look up to somebody, but you won't do what they actually walk through. That's yeah. fine, buddy. But he took acting classes so that he can like be a better stand up. Yeah. I did that for the same purpose because I heard him say that. I was like, I'm, I'm taking acting classes. Yeah, yeah. So I did acting. Um, then I then I eventually. I did uh, improv. Uh, I did improv in Fremont. I made up theater. I did that for like four or five years. Okay. But while I was doing that, I was still doing stand-up. And after uh, improv, sorry, I run so fast, man. Improv is really good for stand-up. I want to say that now because some people look at it silly, like people maybe playing around and stuff like that. Yeah. But it teaches you how to commit to something right then and there yeah. that you ain't never done before. And that tool, and your body awareness because you're doing yes. a lot more moving. Oh man! So yes. it's you can't just be a talking head on stage. You mm -hmm. got to be moving. You got to be dancing. You got to be head head buddy. Whatever you're doing, figure it out. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I love I love improv. I, yeah. I wish I had more time for it, but now I gotta I'm actually finally doing more with stand-up. But like. Yeah. It's one of those things where like it helps a lot, but yeah. I did I did it for uh, four to I did it like four in some months, four years okay. in some months. And I made up theater in Fremont. This is what we would do. I took the classes and then I did some main stage stuff with them. I got to that part where I was part of the main cast there yeah. somewhat. And then what happened is we would do. They did a they have long form improv, and what this is is that you do uh, like a story. Mm -hmm. Now this is this was a game changer for me. Like yeah. we, improv teaches you a lot of good stuff, but we would do we would make a movie on stage every Saturday night, um, on the spot off a title. And yeah. when you're doing that, what you're doing with improv, you're standing. If you're not on stage, you're watching a scene. You're literally writing because you're sitting there like, uh, what does this scene need? And you're doing that over and over. Yeah. What is this? What's gonna pop this scene? What's gonna get a laugh? Or that's the protagonist. Uh, he wants to be. I don't know. He wants to be a firefighter. Yeah. Uh, and then in my brain, I'm like, okay, what would be the antagonist to that? Oh, maybe the dad who was a cop who doesn't want him to be that. I'm uh, now that now. I'm now that now. Yeah. And so like my writing went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my sketch writing, everything went over the top yeah, yeah. because I'm doing it every day live in front of an audience. Right. And 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 it's to that point where like yeah, you see it effective in real life, it changes your perspective. So I yeah. have a different confidence when I'm on stage because I've went up there with nothing and murdered yeah. and been like, oh, I'm good now. I yeah. feel okay now. Like and that that place, I, I'm so thankful for that spot because they taught they taught me so much. And all those guys are way though they're so talented. I haven't done any improv classes, but yeah. I read a book called Improv Wisdom. Oh, okay. And I've heard of it. I haven't read that one. Yeah, and the main takeaway that I, I got from reading that book, there's a lot of good stuff in there. But ultimately, it's um, for me, the takeaway was there's always something. Yeah. So yeah. they would do this gal, she teaches at Stanford, the gal who wrote the book. Ah, God, I'm forgetting her name. But anyway, Improv Wisdom, I'll put it in the notes of the, of the podcast. But um, yeah. she teaches improv over at Stanford. And her, one of the first exercises she has her class do is what's in the box exercise. So they go, okay, come inside. And they give her a box. And the box is always empty. Yeah. But you have to open the box and then explain um, what you find. And yeah. there's nothing there, so you have to bullshit. I mean, I, it's improv, but I call it, you, you got to bullshit, oh, right? Oh, it feels like bullshit when you say yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you so, but what you she does, when, she, yeah. when all the students do that, at the, after the end of the exercise, she goes, your fear of not having anything to say should be gone now. Yes. Because every single person opened an empty box, and every single person came up with something unique. Yeah. 
So there was always yeah. an angle and there was exactly. always imagination. And so that's what I took away, even on stage. I mean, I've been stumped a few times, but when I have to get out of my um, act and maybe do acknowledge something in the crowd or whatever, for me, it's kind of yeah. unnerving. But I just go, something will happen. Maybe it'll be funny, maybe it won't be. That little but bit of confidence. Yeah, yeah I know you know. something will yeah. happen. So here we go. Let's yeah. just give it a shot. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so that's what I took away from that book. But there's other stuff in it yeah. in the book that um, I would highly recommend yeah, um, anyone that, reading, I love reading that. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that improv, dude, improv is great. Yeah, Let I me do something really quick. Sure. We're going to yeah. keep going, but I got to get like six inches on this laptop here. I'll edit this part out. Yeah, no problem. So, um, <laughs> that part out. But yeah, I, I'm of the mind that if I had more time... <laughs> Yeah, and that's the you, thing. Yeah, you, I would do improv, but right now it's like it's all stand up and all podcasting. Dude, I'm with that's you because then I eventually, you know, go. we moved on to get fatherhood, different things come in, and then that's why I'm not doing yeah, yeah, improv yeah. as much anymore, or not really at all now. But yeah, but uh, so I did that for um, for like four years. But what I also did is that because I was remember I told you I had a problem, I couldn't find stage time, or it was like hard for me to right. find stage time. This yeah. is what I did. Huh. After every show that they had, uh -huh. I would ask them, yo, can I do ten minutes of stand up comedy mm -hmm. for you guys so I can find so I created stage Ooh. time right there. Yeah. And that taught me the concept of creating your own opportunities. So I asked them and then it was the best thing that didn't feel good. This is why. Mm. I was performing for the guys who own the theater. And the worst thing to do in comedy crowd-wise is to perform for a small crowd that either thinks they do or knows comedy. Because they're going to sit there and analyze. This ain't going to be a laugh session. Yeah. This is going to be you just trying to bear through and yeah. get some pops here and there. And right. there's a difference. Right. But, but I, understood the, I understand the difference in rooms. I understand that... If you're getting laughs in a small room, those laughs multiply in a big room. I understood uh, like diff I understood that they knew comedy so well, so they weren't going to laugh or they were ahead of my jokes. But if I got them to pop and laugh a little bit, yeah. that's a huge laugh. And those would translate between that to showcases. And that's I, where I'm at. Dude, I just look difference. for one smile. Yeah. Because all I do is open it. mics. Yeah. So it's all so, other comics. And so sometimes people aren't smile. laughing. Yeah, yeah, you just do what you can. It's hard. People, people need to understand that it's not... There's different, how you say this? You have to know the room you're walking into. You have to know the environment so you know what's a good result. Yeah. If you're walking into a room where no one's paying attention, if you get them to pay attention and get them to laugh at your set somewhat, you did a great job. Yeah. Even though it may not be the biggest, like right. whatever, without a room full of people like roaring, it's yeah. it's you did a good job. Right. You understand there? Yeah, you did yeah. a good job there. Yeah. So take that lesson you learned and bring it to another thing. Right. But when I was performing for them, uh, this is where this thing started for me. I actually, damn, I didn't realize I was doing it beforehand, but I was practicing comedy for them, but then I started writing a new 10 minutes every single week for them. Okay. So I was just, just I was like, let me just try it. And it was yeah. funny, because it was called the Arts Terrible 10 Minutes. Like, I called it that. Like, oh, you say that? Nice. I was like, I'm going to do my terrible yeah, yeah. 10 minutes this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody made a little fire of it, too. Oh, nice. <laughs> but it was funny, but there was, and there was funny bits in there, but yeah. when you're doing 10 minutes and you don't know, you're like, and you're just trying to yeah, like fill it out. Grasping. Exactly. Yeah. And you're, and I would write stuff before going in there and have a new 10 minutes of stuff. And I did that for them as well. But that became something else because then I opened uh, the Pepper Tree open mic. And that's been for like, we're almost at four years, I think. Oh, nice. But when I started the Pepper Tree, uh, I was already, at this point, I'm making myself sound terrible. I was doing really well in stand-up and right. improv right. and in sketch comedy. I, I did okay. sketch comedy during that, too. Okay. There was an American improv theater. I started writing sketch comedy, so I okay. started understanding the craft of that as well, too. Um, and I, I'm making myself sound like I'm underserving myself. I was do I was crushing in different mediums of comedy, yeah, yeah. which is 
awesome. That's yeah. different confidence you get to have. Yeah, yeah. Because I did an improv consistently crushing and doing well. Stand up right. started crushing, doing well, and started really getting jokes that were hitting. And you're like, yeah. oh, and and in and, and sketches, I was writing stuff that was on stage killing, and I started I started, I call it verifying my funny. Okay. Like that's what I and that gave me a different confidence because right. I, I I was learning that. And, and this is just what I was doing. Um, but um, when I was doing the 10 minutes with them, it became the Pepper Tree Lounge when I started it. There's a problem that good comics have um, that I see. They fall, you, you good, good material can be a trap if you're not adventurous enough. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. So you, you're there already, but I'll explain it just in case somebody yeah. needs to hear it. But once you write a good five, you got a good ten. You don't want to go back to not being funny by trying the next bits. Okay. Because I don't care how funny you are, you have to go back to being less funny to grow more bits. And yes. that feels like crap, especially when you know that you could kill at any moment. Yes. And what happens you is... You have haymakers, I, but exactly. you can't use them. You have to use the bad stuff exactly. to get the bad but stuff But nobody good. wants to do that. Yeah. And then sometimes you don't have the freedom of a room to do that, right? Yeah. Because you don't... Maybe it's a showcase. You, you have one comic that you're trying to impress. There's other people. There's yeah. different things. Why I'm just explaining comedy mind, but... Or you get lazy. That's... Or you get, no, but that's the other one. You get yeah. lazy. I yeah. didn't want to say that one. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> most of it. <laughs> but they yeah, like... Uh, you yeah. just go, ah, you know what? I, there's this new concept, but mm, Let me go. I just remember my other joke yeah. more. Yeah. So. Yeah. But what happens is I realize that as a fault okay. because I've seen it in myself. Yeah, yeah. And then I recognize it everywhere else. Okay. Is that, and I would see people, they're trying to do new bits and they're not doing well. So they audible to the old stuff. <sighs> and that's fine because you did well on the show, but you just you didn't. You could have did that joke and it may not have went well, but you might have found a pop in that joke that you could have yep. wrote down. And then over time as you're doing them, you're adding these pops. And then that joke's fire now because the stuff that you like now was bad at some point. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, it was. It wasn't as good. Like you said, so every you joke takes, it's sculpting. It takes time. Exactly. And so you're mm -hmm. you're afraid to put pull out the lump of clay that's all mushed. Because you've already made beautiful clay. Yeah. You've already made beautiful clay. So I don't want to show people this thing that I have. So the audible out. is you, you start pulling out <laughs> yeah. this, and then you look at people's faces and you go, oh. Yeah, look, I made this. Ah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, hey, oh, you know, I made this before yeah, yeah, and yeah. everybody laughs and you're like, but yes. you, you got to understand, you got to have, you're going to have, you got to have a portfolio. We got to make yeah. like a whole thing so what i did is that i i am somebody who does overkill but okay. this is what i did when i started the pepper tree from day one i said i'm doing a new 10 minutes of material every single week and i'm not repeating a joke at all i did that for two years wow i did that for two years every time we started the mic there's certain people i think sean boyle was there a bunch of people was there with the first one but they they were just like it was to a point where i would say it at the, at the top of every show yeah. like hey man i'm doing a new 10 minutes of material every single week i'm not repeating a joke because i want to grow as a comic yeah. and i want to and i believe we all should so i'm gonna lead by example i'd say that every single top of every single yeah. show i did it for two years um i forgot how many hours it is but it got a, it's like a thousand and fifty minutes wow. of material okay. now when i say that people go like yeah that's right because 10 times 52 is 520 times yeah. 2 is 1040 yeah yeah so right, it's in that range yeah. but anyway, i think we had an extra day okay on something but yeah. um i hope it's not wrong, wrong but yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically i did uh i did that for two years um a year ago i stopped but okay. i did it for two years but what happened is is because i want i didn't even want to fall in that trap yeah so what happened was 
forcing myself to do that. And I mean writing. I wasn't guessing up there. I had literally written everything, not like completely, but I had the I had the main the main joke and the punchlines set up for everything. And I'd go in, I'd read about the phone style. here and there if I needed okay. to because there's no, yeah. but I was hitting new jokes every single time. Yeah. And this is what happened. Sometimes only two minutes was funny. Sometimes yeah. only four. There was a few times all 10 was killing. Yeah. But it changed my brain because I realized, holy shit, I could be funny with something I've never said before. Uh-huh. And what I did was every single thing that hit, uh-huh. I put a little star next to because I have it on my computer. Okay. I put a star and I moved everything that had a star over. Okay. So what happened is based on the, I mean, I guess on the ratio, I was at all that time, uh, I think a third of, no, not a third, I'm sorry. Um, basically, every time I did 10 minutes, an average, if you average it out, it was like four, was it four or four minutes of it was like, yo, that's potential. Okay. And if you work on it, that's a bit. Okay. So the, I have this, I literally have four hours of stuff that I know works and I haven't even touched in that way yet. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, And so I have this document. You got now, it in a pantry now, somewhere. now I'm bringing yeah. them out now. Right. And I'm craft. this is the next level. The next level is now I know, uh, this is another analogy I don't really tell people. Yeah. I'm going to say this now because like, I have a weird way of looking at the world and I look at comedy weird. I'm trying to create the Ford model for creating our our specials. What I mean okay. by that is that when the Ford Model T came out, the assembly line changed yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. So this is the way I look at it. I go, first thing you need to do anything is material. Yeah, so yeah. we just kicking out a bunch of material, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just material, material, metals, whatever you need, right? That's yeah. my material. But then this is the different part. This is the writing part, which I'm working in depth in now, mm-hmm. and I'm working on the writing part. The writing is the bending and the shaping of that material. Okay. Yeah. And you put those together the way they're supposed to be. Right. That's a car. That's an hour special. Yeah, yeah. I have a shitload of material, yeah. and I'm at a stage where I need to shape them and find out which ones work together, yeah. and then I have hours already ready to go. Right, right. I'm already on my second hour of material. You just don't. I don't have that much time to go out there and right, explain. Right. Like I got some headlining gigs coming up and things like that, but okay. you don't. I, I'm on my second hour of material. The first hour I know was really, really well put together. Okay. Now I'm in a stage where I'm on the second one, trying to like, oh, this is great, this is good. And I'm working that up, but I'm trying to. And then even with that, there's. <laughs> Sorry, I'm everywhere. Yeah. But I'm creating that so that when I feel like the reason that I, that's important to me is I feel like stepping into the Internet age, you are going to have to be funnier faster. And I feel like a lot of people aren't yeah. going to be able to keep up. Yeah. Because before what would happen is you would you literally would be practicing for 20 years for 20 years this yeah. killer hour that you have yeah, that's yeah. freaking killer and nobody really sees you from a world standpoint yet yeah, yeah. until it goes out into a special and everybody's like that dude is hilarious. Right, right. You don't have that now. No. People film your bits. People post bits. I mean, people get famous posting their bits online right now, which is great and all, but comedy is in a place where it's not going to be as good as it could be because people are putting things up. People already know the punchlines are coming, and that joke isn't even where it would have been if you could have hid and just worked on it. for You know what I mean? Like, And then brought it out and been like, yo, check this out. You know what I'm saying? Like, People see it where it's half done. You don't realize that it's half done. And then, I mean, that joke's dead because everyone knows. It's like a magic trick. They've already seen it. It's dead, dude. This is stand-up comedy. So there's a weird kind of thing I see in the world. So I'm like, I need to be funnier faster, and I need to be better at making extremely good material faster. So that's what I'm trying to work on so that I can turn out um, really good material. And, like, dude, there's times – and this is – So basically what's happening is you have an arsenal now. Yes. The only thing you need – 
is the battlefield. So as soon yes. as people start booking you for that 45 exactly. minutes to an hour, oh, you dude. have a battlefield to pull out dude. your arsenal. It felt so good. Like I did a headlining uh, spot, like, what was it? I forgot where it was. Uh, I think it was in Livermore. Um, I've done a few, but this this is the one that cha- made me get that feeling. I was on stage, and I wrote. I had my set list, right? Yeah. And I'm like, and when, when I say set list, you know, you have your things where you're like, oh, that might work, or that might right, whatever. Right, right. No, I have a set list of stuff. And I'm like, every one of these fucking kill. Okay. Every single one. I know mm-hmm. these are like, and I'm not like the greatest, but I know I have that confidence in all of them. It's not like uh-huh. I'm, this ain't, I'm not throwing any bits out. These are like things that I'm like, I have built and I know they hit. Yeah, if yeah. I do them right, I know they hit. I did the headlining set. It was 37 minutes. Okay. Cause they, they, they stopped me cause the show needed to end because of oh, the timing. Sure, sure. I did 37 minutes and I didn't get halfway through it. Wow. And I was planning, because I was like, I was planning, like, all right, this is going to fit it. Yeah. But with the laughs and the things changed and all that kind of stuff, I didn't yeah. get through half of it. Okay. So walking off stage, I was like, oh, fuck, I did something right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that feeling? Right. And, and, and you're very you're very to yourself in comedy. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. And I don't ever say these things. And I don't really like to talk about them because I don't want to, I'm not trying to, I don't give nobody feelings. You know what right. I mean? Because, yeah. you, you know, that happens. Even though not all of us compare, some people do and people get jealous. Yeah. And it ain't about that. Yeah. Like, I want everybody to do well. I want right. everybody to be great. There's room. And I do and I do the work to do that. I have the writing group. I, I, yeah. I create a bunch for everybody else, you know, yeah, as yeah. I move forward. So right. I really, I don't just say that. I live it, you know? Right, yeah. But from my standpoint on the inside, I was like, yo, I did something right. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. This is different. And right. I felt like I could have went for like a long time. Wow. And it felt different. And it, the whole set was great. So you trained for 15 rounds and only had to fight 12 rounds. Exactly. And that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. But by, this is by, I didn't know that that was going to happen. But by yeah. result of what I was doing, because I, yeah. I noticed and I see, I'm like, I don't want to hit that pitfall. I don't want to hit that. I don't want to hit that. Yeah. Try to create something for myself to, to, to avoid it. Yeah. Oh, it's different now. Yeah, you you're know? thinking. You're definitely thinking long game. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I think a lot of us. Well, and I think I'm at the stage where it's healthy to have this attitude. It's like, yeah. I just want to be funny for five minutes. Yeah. Like, what What do I got to do to be funny for? Yeah, five minutes? and that's that vibe. And I, dude, I but, was there too. Like yeah. that's that, that that. But see what I'm saying? Imagine you hit that point where you felt what I felt. Where yes. You're like, oh shit! I could have been up there for another hour. Yeah. Like yeah, you're yeah. like. Oh shit! You know what I mean? It's right, like, right. and you're sitting there like, oh, dope, dope. And then people are like shaking your hand, being like, that was great, and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, yeah. and then even when they they had to cut it off, they're like, ah oh, man, like people right. were like, they had that vibe. I was like, oh damn, yeah. you know, you don't feel good in comedy a lot. Let's be honest, like you right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You have it's good. It's a lot feelings. of shit eating. Yeah, it's a lot of shit eating. But yeah. even even when you do well in your brain, you're like, ah, oh, that that joke, I missed that punchline. Yes. I've you, never felt good. People do not yeah. realize yeah. how much comics don't feel good. You, you know don't what feel I mean? good. I enjoy it, but there's a point of view that you're like, ah, oh, I could have did that better. Oh, I left that punchline. Yeah. There's different things. I think oh, self- this lady's not laughing. <laughs> this yeah. lady here isn't laughing, you know? I think, yeah. I'm not saying anything controversial by uh, um, saying this, but even I do think, <laughs> even if I am, who cares? <laughs> yeah. uh, I think self-hatred runs deep. Amongst com- com- comedians, yeah, <laughs> so it runs right in line with being critical enough to get better. You know what I mean? There's, there's, yeah. and you don't know which one it is, but yep, that's where that is, and it's. So talk to me. So yeah. you you run Pepper Tree, which is a great room, and um, again, that's something that you've done for the community that we have another place to go work out. But exactly. talk to me about uh, the ultimate uh, roasting championship. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, because that, that's a, another big thing that uh, people, joke writers are getting to work out and um, get a different... roast material. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. So the, the ultimate roasting championship. When did that come about? How did you 
you know, think about it and how have you implemented it and yeah, where's man. it going? So January 31st of last year mm -hmm. was the, f we just hit our one year mark. Uh, nice. was when we Congratulations. did our first match. Um, but basically, I like roasting. Um, I like the joke writing of it. Like I love, I love that part of it. I've always watched Comedy Central roasts right. of of this famous person. That dude, yeah. I would watch them with my brother. We would laugh all the time. Yeah, dude, it was like one of it's one of the it's it has that different feel because you don't get to see that yeah. in the world. You don't get to see right. people go at each other. Yeah, and when you when you see it, I, I just I became a fan of it very much. Then uh, then Comedy Central roast battle came out. All that right. kind of stuff came out right. And I'm a real big fan of like the UFC and like um, boxing, and uh, I'm a kind of a, a little bit of a fan of wrestling for the storylines and the way yes. that they build the hype because people yeah, yeah. love it. I don't care what you say. No, there are masses of people who yes. love that. You know, they're doing something right. You can't deny that. Yeah, dude, it's been on. hot since. I mean, I'm 44. I I was into it as a kid. I was into it into my 20s. And the only reason I I don't know. I guess I just <laughs> ran out of time. That's yeah, why I dude. stopped being into it's it. A, yeah, and it's a, it's that's that's what most things are. But yeah. like. Dude, yeah, that's so there's something I'm a fan of that. I'm right. a fan of that kind of hype that you can yeah, create, yeah. right? So like and because I've been in, in line and paying attention to it, um, I and I always wanted to start some kind of a roast thing, uh, my brain was like, Oh dude, what if I start a roast league in the Bay Area so that we can actually have the proof of who are the best roasters and joke writers for roasting in the Bay Area? Yeah. And what if I structure it in a way where there's a ranking system and everything in in the bay like that would be i was like in my brain i was yes. like that's not that excites me yeah, yeah and then my brain was like you know what that excites me i'm just gonna do it and let's see what happens yeah but like january 30 30th was um i think 30th is was our first match but months before that because i was thinking about doing it and i was trying to figure out how i was gonna do it but i literally have a picture in my phone i drew because we have the we have the urc it's the ultimate roasting championship the yeah. belt we have a belt, right. but I drew it like five months before on my whiteboard because I work yeah. with the whiteboard. Yeah. And I drew the belt, just designed it, just because I was gonna either be cool if we had a belt for somebody who was yeah, a champion. Yeah. I drew yeah. that, so like I found that like recently, and I was like, damn, that's crazy because yeah. it's a real thing now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's a weird feeling. Yes. But what happened is, is that my brain was like, okay, cool. How do I start this thing? I was like, well, I got my room. I got the pepper tree. <laughs> I use the pepper tree to incubate on my own material. Right. Maybe I can incubate a show there. Right. If that was the plan. So I was like, oh, let's start a show here, and I'll see if it works. In this small room and if it does then I know that it'll work when we go out to other places yeah. so my brain was like okay hey, cool so I structured it but this is a thing I know comedy competitions can be uh, they, they can be uh, not about who's the funniest it uh, can be about who brought more people yeah, it could be yeah. about you know what I mean it could be yeah. a whole different thing I know they're not all like that but yeah, most yeah. are it's right. about it's about if you bring more people they cheer louder because the crowd gets to do it Yes. they decide who wins that's not really who's funnier I was yeah. like I want this to be about who's funnier who right. wrote the best jokes right. so i for the judging i structured it so that we do it by round and the way the rounds work is each comic gets one roast joke and one rebuttal to the joke told on them per round okay. and based on how that exchange goes they either go he gets the point he gets the point or she or he gets a point or it's a tie in that got round. it we okay. do three rounds whoever has the most points wins if we tie we go to overtime there's two overtimes max each comic writes five jokes they use their best three like pokemon <laughs> i don't okay. know if you're familiar but use yeah. your best three off top okay and then if you need to go to overtime you have that two available okay and um, so a st re in regulation time, there's six available points. It's, oh no no it's uh, it's it's three points. Each round is a point. So so oh, for example, three points. Okay. I do a roast joke, you get yeah. a chance to rebuttal. It. Right. Then you do your roast joke on me. Then I get a chance to rebuttal. We stop round. Judges go who won that round. And then Boom. that's one point. And okay. then we go to round two. Here we go. Okay. It's that, that kind of thing. Yeah yeah yeah. So what happened is. Um, 
but but I wanted it to also be, I was like, okay, I'm going to need people who know jokes. So then I go, oh, I'm only going to book producers and people uh, who have been veteran nice. comics to yes. be the judges yeah. because they're going to sit there and be like, that joke was funnier than that joke. I don't care if that was a guy, a girl, yeah. um, whatever you like. It doesn't matter. Whatever you are, I don't give it's about the jokes and how you handle the rebuttals. And they're going to go, all right, this person won that round. That's why I'm like, this is going to prove who's got the best roasting in the bay, the best you could possibly. You know what I mean? And I try to get unbiased judging. So I get judges that I'm like, where are you from? Where are you from? OK, let's get judges that are yeah. not from there. So it's like a thing. Um, yeah. I think it's really genius to have a round-by-round round scoring because I'm thinking about how the normal roast battles exactly. go that you see on Comedy Central, and it's like it's a complete thing. Yeah. But when you introduce, okay, you're up 1-0 now. Yes. Oh, now it's 1-1. One, one. Yes. Then there's an added mental yes. management that's happening in the comic's mind mm -hmm. like oh so i you know i'm you're down. like it's it's different you're like damn did i win that round i don't think i won or, that round or you're like I, you know it's a different thing if yeah. you go into third round you're you've lost right the other guy got two but, points but already we don't reveal the scorecard so you don't oh. know it's like boxing it's like okay. a, it's like yeah, boxing yeah, 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 or yeah. like w uh, like w oh, not w sorry uh, you like uh ufc yeah. you don't know who's winning you could just it. go i okay. think who's winning yeah, which yeah. is is there's a side effect there that I didn't realize. Mm. It's really entertaining for everybody because right, right. everybody, when I stopped the round, everybody goes, that guy got it. I feel like that guy. No, I feel like that guy won. Yeah. And every there's a conversation that starts where people are like, no, I think he got the first round. Right, right. I think and then what happens is when the round, when the match is decided, some people think this person won, some people think that person won. Yeah. And then there's a conversation there because okay. people are like, no, man, he won the first round though. Uh, or he, there's, and that's what happens in boxing and whatever. You're like, yeah, he didn't yeah. win that round. And then it's, but it's that, in, it's that engagement because yeah. I literally give scorecards to the audience just so they could follow along. Oh, you know what I mean. Nice. You're not your judging doesn't it's very affect interactive. It. And I and I pass yeah. out I pass out the scorecards and they're yes. designed scorecards too. It's funny I like overdo everything. Yeah. That's what I tell everybody. Yep, I know I overdo everything. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. merch and everything. Right, like, right. Yeah, and, we, and it sells. It's awesome. I'm really happy. I just want it to be out there in the world. You so know? you have merch. Do you have a website? To I, I need to do that. That's okay. the next. How step. do people get your merch? Uh, they they go to the show right now. Uh, okay. Unless they want to get it from me, I can ship it. I guess, but I've only yeah. shipped one thing because somebody wanted it, but eventually we'll get there but yeah. I'll, i'm the kind of person i'll deal with the problem when it comes up right, right, right. people yo send me some yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Like, all right let me let me figure that yeah, out yeah, man yeah, give yeah. me a second fam yeah. but um that's where i structured it okay um and then so we have producers that that judge um they judge joke for joke and that's it we don't care like where you come from whatever it is we are going joke for joke and the thing is anyone can win on any night yeah you know what I'm saying? What if you execute a joke and someone flubbed one, and you, yeah. it's it's you don't know. Or who's your comeback win. again, your improv comeback is just so oh, classic dude, that you win on comebacks bro, the whole there time. Has been some, your dude. jokes are flat, but your comebacks are so strong. It, it's man, I've seen some rebuttals that are so fun, man. That's like, yeah. it's crazy. There was um, Joe Begley and uh, Zach Zimmerman. They 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 had one of the best exchanges. There's been a few of them, but was it Zimmerman or Lord? Zach Lord. They had a great match too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different. No, they okay. they had one of the best matches. Uh, yeah. They're definitely top five matches for sure. When okay. when when uh, Zach Zach Lord and Joe Begley went because yeah. they, they're friends. That yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was, Dude, it was a great match. The dildo. They one. even did the extra. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. Oh, you seen it? Yeah. yeah. yeah they, they even did the extra rounds, which yeah. I feel like I might start doing that regularly. Where even oh, okay. if it ends in regulation, I might let them still do their their oh, extra okay. jokes. Yeah, yeah. But they did that, and it was it was awesome. But what happened is is that. Um, 
when it was uh, Zach Zimmerman and Joe Bagley, and okay. they were going back and forth. That's okay. the cool thing about it, because you're sitting yeah. there like, damn, these guys are going back and forth. Right. He would say something funny, then the rebuttal was funny, then then uh, Zach would say something, and then uh, Joe would say something, and they were going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. But it, you can see the turn, because what happened is Joe Bagley did a joke where he said, because uh, Zach is from uh, Denver, he said, uh, Zach, uh, Zach Zimmerman's from Denver, and which makes him the second worst thing behind Coors Light. <laughs> and he got a laugh, right? I like that. But Zach, and this is why Zach is, yeah. is good, he goes, did you just glaze over a Columbine like that? <laughs> the room fucking went yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it invites this kind of like, where yeah, these, yeah. these smart, funny, it's about them being funny. Yeah. And it's like, it's in, but that, I remember that one because I was so like, yeah. dude, I, that, and yeah, yeah. That, won the, that won the match for him. And then oh, he eventually, like, he's nice. a champion right now, but that wasn't our Grand Prix that we had. Oh, let, let me, so my brain was like creating, like we started with matches and I had enough people. I was like, let me do a Grand Prix. Let okay. me take the 16 best out of, like, we had like 20 some at that time. Uh, okay. Uh, and put them in a, a tournament. And then whoever wins, and then uh, Sean Marsh uh, won that one. He's from Tracy. He's a Filipino dude. He was killing it. He was consistent. He's going like, yeah. But he's uh, he was a champion. And then my brain goes, okay, here we go. Oh, we're going to do this like UFC. I said, we're going to start doing main events where if someone challenges the most deserving person in the rankings. Because okay. we had 16 people in the tournament, right? Yeah. Champion goes up, and then the rest of them, they're my top 15. Right. So I take that top 15, and then from there, we go, who's next deserving in line, which was Cree. Yes. And Cree beat uh, Sean, then she has the belt. Uh, She's a champion now. Okay. Sean goes to one, and then we have. Um, then we had another. When event. can he step up again? No, no. So, so. Oh, season. No, no, over. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. It doesn't. It doesn't end. This is continuous. We have people battling. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. But okay. basically, what happened is, is then, then we had another big event later where. Uh, uh, Cree was supposed to challenge. I mean, no, no, no. Cree was getting challenged by Jericho because okay. they both got to the semifinals. Okay. So I told them, whoever gets to the semifinals, you guys are going to get chances at the belt after. I don't know who goes first, but yeah. that's what's going to happen because you got to the semifinals. You guys got through everything. Okay. So then I put Cree up first. She got the belt. Then Jericho was going to face her because she had the belt. Now he gets okay. he gets a chance at the belt. And then, but then Cree had some stuff. She couldn't make it to the event, so okay. we had to strip her of her championship. Oh. And then we put the vacant title up and we brought Zach Zimmerman in because he was the first. He was in the first match. Like he's been right. around, and he's been consistent. Okay. Uh, he got knocked out a little earlier in the tournament, but he's been consistent and he's been there. And uh, he was he was just most deserving that didn't get a chance. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So what happens is is that he he went against Jericho for the vacant title. Then he has the belt. So now Zach has the belt. This way uh, on time. And guess what happens now? Cree, we're doing an event in Warner Creek this this um, this month. Cree's coming back to try to get the belt that she didn't lose. Uh, so Zach and Cree are going at it in Warner Creek at Retro Junkie. But um, and to, to I guess I got to stay on the timeline. But what happens is, we do that 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 we do the tournament and people want to get in. People are asking yeah. me. So what happens is I create the system now where everybody who we have pros and we have amateurs. If you okay. step into the URC, you are an amateur until you get three wins. Okay. If you get three wins, you're now a pro. Now you can mix in with everyone else and start working your way up the rankings. But now we have a bunch of people flooding in. And now I have to organize that. But now it's when you get three wins, you become a pro. I have these pins that you get that okay. only pros have. Okay. I hand you a pin. You're a champion. I mean, you're, you're a pro now. Now you can start mixing it in with everyone else's ranking. If you beat someone, you take their ranking. And okay. now it's a, it's a thing where, like, but whoever gets within the top five or the top seven, you have a chance to be at the belt depending on, like, scheduling and certain things. Yeah. But now we have people working their way up the rankings. And now this is just going to be a continuous thing where now people okay. are becoming pros, trying to – people are battling. At the road, oh man, I'm sorry. There's so much. We, I, I will talk all day. I'm so sorry. But, no, 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 uh, it's fine. Basically, so we have two different type of events. Okay. We have roast nights. Yeah. Roast nights are the amateur nights. Okay. But or it could be headlined by by pros, which we've done that before. Okay. Those and those 
we want to, my plan was to do it for like a while and build it up and then yeah. start taking it places. Yeah. And it was drawing a crowd to the pepper tree. Right. That, this is just like the joke that works in the bar. You, yeah. It works better in a real audience. Right. My brand was like, if we're drawing a crowd here and they're loving it. Yeah. I need to do this somewhere else because yeah. if I'm somewhere where there's real foot traffic, mm. this is going to hit. Yeah. We do, there's a small room and we just recently did in San Francisco, Ireland 32. And, and the dude, Jack, Jack Ferguson, he's also, he just became a pro, <laughs> but, uh, he, he told me, he was like, it's a hard room to fill. We put 30 audience members in there nice. and that's a filled room for that. And yeah. then we had the comics hanging out as well, but that's 30 actual audience members. Wow. That RSVP'd. So we have something here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I knew that. Yeah. I knew that, but I was like, "There's the proof." Yeah. It, but so I'm finding all these different rooms around the bay uh, to do it. But the roast nights are for amateurs. Uh, pros will headline that maybe, but it's mostly amateurs. Yeah. And that's people. That's where you can get your. You can rack up your wins. You get three right. wins. You're a pro. Then we have the URC events. Okay. We're now going to be on URC four. That's the one that's coming up. We've okay. Done, one was the Grand Prix Championship. Two was a uh, Cree winning from Sean, and three was Jericho and Zach for the vacant. And now mm-hmm. URC four is going to be Cree and Zach, and that we have that hasn't uh, happened yet. Okay. And then whoever wins that, then then we I have a whole like plan for who might be next. But okay. What happens is, we're doing that at Retro Junkie. But we did one at Retro Junkie, and we we packed the place out. Nice. And it's a nice little music venue, so we're hoping that this goes the same way. But um, we're going to do our big event there. We're going to Zach is going to put his belt on the line to. He's going to battle uh, Cree, and we'll see who walks off with the belt. Nice. But then under that, we have the whole card is filled with people who are pros going at it, trying to jockey for better position. That's what I was going to ask yeah. about. I was going to ask. So you you have the main title bout but then that's the headline. if i'm yeah. if i'm eight and i want to keep my skills sharp but i know i don't have a shot at the title do i get to just battle anyone on that yeah, pro so list? i i i and somebody else that will remain unnamed for reasons that i don't want because people people take this serious actually that's the other oh. side of it dude people take it serious like they really like uh, they're dead serious about it like, yeah, yeah this yeah. is this is gonna be a thing like if, yes. if if we do it right we keep it going mark my words this is gonna be a thing in the bay where everybody pays attention even the comics because right. you're like oh dude who won like it's different yeah, yeah. You know, but basically, well, I'm a big fan of Cree. So when I saw that she won, I was like, yeah, uh, yeah. I wasn't there for the match. Oh yeah, she was one of our early people yeah. who started too. Like, but yeah, no, she's she was she's great. Um, Cree's amazing. Yeah. But basically, you um, if you were eight, you may either have to fend off somebody, or okay. you may be you may be challenging somebody above you. But it alternates. Oh, so let's okay. say that. You go, I go, okay, cool, you're eight. I'm going to give you number six. You guys are going to battle. Uh, Let's say you didn't win. Yeah. You remain at eight, but now you got to fend off someone lower than you. Oh. And then at, at different events, yes. it changes. And that cycles. That Through that, well, winning solves everything, you know? Yeah. That, that, but we do another thing, too, man. Damn, uh, there's a lot of stuff. But uh, because this is about joke writing, this isn't about, like, being mean. We have a, we have a saying now that we came up with where I would – I would always say it just needs to be funny all the time, right? Yeah. All the time, all yeah. the time, all the time. And I heard Zach Zimmerman talking to someone about it because some people do mean jokes that aren't funny. But dude, uh, you lost that round, bro. Like, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. were just trying to go stretch for the mean, but you didn't hit. It wasn't right. good. It wasn't funny. And you, and that's that. It's all about being funny. It's yes. not about anything else. Zach said, he said, yeah, funny over everything. So now we say FOE because it's funny over everything. And it's, and that's all we care about. That's what the judging is about. It's about being funny, executing in the moment and under pressure. Yeah. That's different. You know what I mean? That's a whole different situation. But we have, um, we have another division we started. It's called the honey roast and that's a compliment competition. Okay. So I'm building that division now and I'm eventually going to do a bunch of stuff with that. But that's a compliment competition. It's structured just like a roast, but, um, 
it's 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 about the joke writing. It's about who can come yes. up with the funnier stuff. But it's a compliment for him. Uh, for example, one of the jokes that and I love. I can't wait to see a blow up because I feel like it's gonna be really fun too. Okay. But it's because some people don't want to be mean, and that's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. about joke writing here. We're yeah. not. It's you're gonna be mean by chance for the roast. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. But. It's about being funny. Right. It's not about being mean. I don't care about you being mean. I care if you're funny. Right. Who cares? Right. Like if it, that was funny. That's all I care about. Right. The the honey roast uh, is for people who want to do compliment competitions. Right. And what that is is one of the funny ones I heard. Um, someone there was two girls doing a honey roast, and um, it was Mac Ruiz and uh, Iris Benson. They were doing okay. a honey roast. I think Mac said. I think it was Mac. I don't want to because there's so many matches in yeah, my head. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, it's but. One of them said that this woman is so amazing. She is so great that I wish she was the one that broke up my family. <laughs> right? And yeah. you're like, everyone's dying. And I'm like, yeah. that's, that's amazing. Like, yes. that's, they're, 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 and this is new. Like, I right. don't know a lot of honey roasting that happens. Yeah. But I'm like, this might grow into something on its own yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like, that's really cool because you guys are making really funny jokes that are like complimentary. There's like, a lot of, funny. Yeah. there's a big chunk of the population who's not comfortable with the roast mm -hmm. yeah. uh, thing because they don't see through the mean the teasing part of it. Yes. They don't understand. Well, yeah. no, that was a well-crafted joke. And yes. the person participating knows he's going to get roasted. Yeah. And they just say, oh, that's, he's teasing him. But, but the thing is, is like, and this is my thing with comedy is Chappelle touched on this. I think in the first Netflix special, he said, yeah. comedy... Uh, oh shoot I, oh, I forget how it goes but basically he goes comedy is funny but comedy is mean yes and it's funny when it's not you but when it's you it feels mean yeah but it's still funny it's still funny <laughs> uh, someone else right? is laughing yeah, at yeah, yeah 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 and so yeah. Uh, I think that's that's the thing with uh, you know I'm a mild mannered polite guy yeah and when I do comedy I have to say either mean or controversial or uncomfortable things because it's funny, yes. right? Yeah. And and sometimes you need to go to the mean, uncomfortable thing to say, well, what is funny about that? How can I make it funny? Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, the honey roast, I think, is a, I, it's a good way to get the same exercise as a roast, but... The punchline is a compliment. Yes. You don't have yeah. to worry about being the bad guy. Yeah, it's about being funny, man, at yeah, the end yeah, of the day. Yeah. Like it's, at the end of the day, it's about being funny. Yeah. Um, and I purposely pick people, too, who can handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I feel you're problematic... Or, or yeah. you take something the wrong way, like, right. um, and especially now I'm screening. Fit. Yeah, I'm screening. Yeah. I screen people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or I have like I have a team of people that are they're screening people. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't want problematic. We want reliable people that will show up, make the date, because you could ruin a match if you can't make it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and people who are, it's weird because a lot of it's it's a kind of a sportsmanship thing. Yeah. Like yeah, we're both entering this. We know we're entering, and that's yeah, fine. Yeah. There's people who freaking punch each other in the octagon. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. whole, and they still have respect for each other. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, you come can on. Deal with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if, totally. if if you're signing up for it, let's roll. You know. Right. And it's um and that's 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 at the end of the day, that's what it is. Like I I enjoy it. Like so there was a time where I was worried that me starting this, like especially the way 2020 is, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. is that people will get mad at me for starting something where people right. are making fun of people. But it's the same situation that this is the way I look at it. I don't, personally I don't care, <laughs> but I understand the world could see it. Like oh why are you making something where it's yeah. like glorifying like being mean? I'm like it's not what's happening here. Yeah, it's yeah. about writing and being funny. Yeah. But also it's like it's like you training to self defense for yourself. Yeah. You hope nothing ever happens. You right. hope nobody ever comes for you. Yeah. 
But if you're prepared yeah. and you understand how to write a joke, right. you're going to be better off. I'm oh, no, sorry, how to defend yourself, you're yeah. going to be better off. Right. So how, look at it this way. I'm, we're showing people how to verbally defend themselves. Right. Especially if there's yeah. hecklers. Yeah. And even even people on the street who are just fans of it. Yeah. If you if you if you 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 can pick up some stuff from what we do and like if, if yeah, somebody yeah. tries to make fun of you or makes you look dumb or trying to make you look dumb, you could defend yourself. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This is me overthinking it, but like yeah, that's possible. Right. You you look, oh, if someone says something that makes you feel bad, oh you could look at it a certain way and punch back. You right. know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, like yeah. you could flip it on somebody. King very of the easily. comebacks. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's it's that kind of a thing. So I mean, at the end of the day, and yeah, let me let me touch on what you said because it was genius. I was just locked into my freaking thought. Mm. Yeah, it helps. It helps our comics. Yeah, helps them write better jokes. But it also helps you if somebody does heckle you in a weird way. Right. Like you're okay. Like you right. know, oh, I've already been under pressure where I have a professional person making fun right. of me, and I'm facing this person, and we're going back and forth. Yeah. So they don't have a chance. You know what right. I'm saying? Like that. Yeah, that's yeah. like somebody who don't know how to fight trying to fight someone who trains. You're like, nah, it's not gonna work out, yeah, yeah. buddy. <laughs> you're in the wrong place. Yeah, it's not yeah, gonna yeah. happen. You know. Oh, but I, I, I have a, I have a vision for this thing. I hope it keeps going. I hope to eventually be able to pitch it to a network. Hopefully, make it a thing. You know, where it's like, it's, it's, it's somehow has some kind of like following where I can, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to sell it for the sake of selling it, but like I, I this is, this is how things get made sometimes. Yeah. I, I want to get into a pitch meeting hopefully one day to be able to pitch like we've done all, like I have this concept. They're like, oh, cool. You have a concept? I'm like, no, no, no. I have proof. Look at all this stuff that we've yeah, already yeah. done, you know? Yeah. And we have it on YouTube. This is attendance. This is growth. Exactly. This is my YouTube numbers. Exactly. And this is the concept and it's, 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 it's that kind of a thing. Um, yeah. But as of now, the the goal is to make something that's fun for the community. That's uh, something I enjoy, something I want to do. Yeah. And that goal is being hit, and it's becoming something like big. It's fun. In, in big, regards, big is it? I I think there's just so many things happening in the Bay Area that. Oh yes. You, I just get this sense that things are bubbling. Maybe it's just a bubble, and it'll all go away. But or maybe it's like, no, um, Bay Area comedy scene is fucking jacked right now. And yeah. it's a good thing. It's because of people like you doing, using your imagination and coming up with cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, no, URC is, uh, it, I think it's really healthy. Yeah. It's really healthy. I actually was, I, I was looking, you just gave me the idea because I was trying to figure this out. I mean, you don't, you don't have to do it. Um, but if you, I need to figure out how to live stream it. I kind of want to live stream it. Oh, I can help you with all that. I was going to, it was yeah. like one of those If you things. got a laptop, I can show you. If you're I ever free, you. I don't know what you like to do, man, but if yeah. you're ever free and you want to, because I'm trying to come up with somebody who would do interviews and someone Dude, who would cover it. You, you know got, what I mean? You have, a, you have a sporting league right now. So I'm doing stuff with, pick, yeah. we'll, we'll do it after the podcast. Dude, yeah, yeah, let me know. Um, yeah. So yeah, I Because I'm trying I think, to figure out how to live stream and I would like to have like if people walk off stage Dude. to do like a side interview so we could post those. You know what I mean? You, I was going to bring this up after the podcast. Because <laughs> there's. You're only scratching the surface yeah. with your multimedia approach. Yes. Uh, it, you have a YouTube page, so that's fantastic. But I'm I'm really on board with this live streaming stuff. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things you could do. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah. To. I think you're at yeah. the infancy. But um, that definitely so, I, <laughs> yeah. so in, a, yeah. in, in the interest of time, because we'll talk about that. Yeah, we've been talking for episode. Um, but can you, yeah. uh, last question for you. Talk to me. What is something you know now? Having done comedy for ten years, yes, that you wish you would have known day one. I, you went over some stuff, but um, I don't know. Is there any like point where you just go, "Dang, if I would have known that ten years ago"? Uh, yeah, what? I got a fat one. Uh, yeah. Create your own opportunities. Okay. Because the big jumps. I mean, I, I told a lot of my story here. There's yeah. a lot more to it, but I tried yeah. to just get, get get you the cliff notes. But the big jumps 
were me starting my mic, starting my show. Yeah. I have other shows I produce, like actually like nice shows. The Pepper Tree has its purpose. Um, but starting that, we were kind of talking about this earlier before the, before, but I'll talk on here so it's saved forever. <laughs> um, the Pepper Tree Lounge, a lot of people see it as a dive bar. Mm-hmm. I don't see it that way. I see it as a place where I could be free to incubate my ideas and my jokes and really do them. And I don't have no one to impress, no one whatever, and mm-hmm. dig into my stuff, find my own way of doing it so that I'm developing these 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 new things. And I have the time to do it because I, I started that mic. That's yeah. my mic. I do every night that I'm hosting there because I sometimes have guest hosts. I do 30 to 45 minutes yeah. because I start off with 10. I do jokes in between. If people don't show up, I don't over push it to have a lot of people there. I'll do extra minutes to wait for people to get there. Right. But I, I created that. So I have a place to practice. Yeah. The URC started there and it, and it's big because of there, because I incubated it there. Yeah. But starting your own opportunities, going and starting a room, a place that you consistently have, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have time on the mic this week. Cause I yeah. made it right. You know, and even with that, like I have, I have a, at the Urban Spice show, I do I do a, a feature set every time on that one. Right. I know I have that too. This is the age of creating your own opportunities and your own thing. Yeah. But big jumps in my career were when I did that. Nice. So don't be afraid if you feel like you don't. There's, you, there's a bunch of reasons. You, you'll stop yourself. Go start a room. Don't listen to the inner critic. Yeah, just, just go shut do that, it. Kill that guy. But yeah. like, you, you go start a room. Okay. Because when you when you have that, now you got a place to, to work and try. It and helps find you, and it helps the community. At the same time, yeah. yes. And I'll, I'll, I may I may fail because I want to help people too much. Yeah. But as I move forward, everything that I've done, because when I was doing the new ten minutes of material, people were like, "You inspired me. I'm doing a new six minutes tonight." And yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, right? That's dope." Yeah. Not even for me to feel good. I'm just like, "Yo, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, that makes me happy." That you're that I'm doing something that makes you freaking want to test yourself. Yeah, that happened to me all the time. You know, I had naysayers for like certain things, but most people were like, oh, "Yeah, no, you inspired." Yeah, 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 you inspired me to, to do a new a new to six minutes because that's how long we do at the Pepper Tree. And I was like, "Damn, dope!" And that happened a lot. Right. And I was like, "Cool." The writing group is for the community because I was going to write anyway. Like right. I told you, I'm now shaping all this material. Yeah. But I was like, oh, while I'm doing this, if people want to do it with me, you know. What day is that? Um, it, it fluctuates. Well, we'll, okay. we'll get you on one. It's, okay. uh, it fluctuates and it changes location. I do. I'm doing one okay. in LA this month. I okay. do. I do the writing group in LA. I do it anywhere because I just it's where I am. It's my right. concept. It's where I am. You know. Okay. But it's and it's for everybody. You know. Okay. And people get it. It's it's good. But uh, yeah, man. Um, I that that's created for that purpose too, and. Yeah, right man, like create your own opportunities. Right? Cool. But yeah, yeah, I do that for the community as well. Like that, that's that's for hey, you want to write with me because I was gonna write anyway. Yeah. And it ends up being like, oh, this is really fun, so I keep yeah. it going. You know. Nice. Um, and that's my that's my service while I'm pushing to make myself the best I can be. You know, the funniest yeah. me. That's what right. we can say. Be the funniest, funniest you. you. Whatever like you gotta do to like, be the funniest you. you know? That's what needs to be on your merch. No, oh, for sure. Funniest you, you? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man. Yeah. Funny over everything and funny be your FOE, funniest. Yeah. You. <laughs> we might start selling those eventually, man. That's yeah. funny. But well, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Is there any other last-minute um, dates you want to Yeah, let's plug or? some stuff, dude. Okay. Um, yeah, so the URC, if anybody's listening, I want you to know that we are going to be in Berkeley on the 18th. Um, not sure of the time. Uh, we're going to be in Campbell on the 25th. Those are roast nights. Those are the amateurs um, that are that have been trying to get in there and I finally found matches for some people. Um, and then uh, in Walnut Creek, the 20, is it 26th? That's when we have a URC 4, and that's going to be good. And then I do Urban Space. 
advice on the that's a comedy showcase I do. It's a, okay. we take over this Indian restaurant, we okay. turn it into a comedy club for the night. It packs out a hundred people. Um, it's a paid show. Uh, it's it's basically um, it's it's basically a comedy club in Newark. That's why I okay. wanted to create a comedy club in Newark. That's what I do there. That's once a month. This month I think it's the, it's the last Friday, which I think is the twenty eighth. I hope I'm not wrong about that, but the, whatever the last Friday is. And um, where do they get their tickets? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So URC tickets. Um, you go to www.urchamp.eventbrite.com, and then okay. you'll get all the dates there. Okay. Um, and then if you, for Urban Spice, it's www.uspcomedy.eventbrite.com. Okay. And uh, th- that's where people get their tickets and stuff for that. And, um, yeah, right man, on. I'm trying to, there's a few things I'm trying to get going. Sometimes I do too much. We have sketches and stuff coming out as well, too, so stay tuned. And uh, my stuff's uh, art. It's Arturo Regoza Jr. A R T U R O R A Y G O Z A J R. You could pretty much follow me on anything, but Instagram and stuff like that's where our digital stuff's about to start going up. So right on. I'm trying to create like Saturday Night Live for the Bay Area. Nice. And that's that's the goal with that. Yeah. I did something with the URC, so I'm hoping I could do something there. So nice. I want people to know that we're funny as fuck here. Right yeah. on. We're funny yes. here, and there's money here. So it's Dude, I love it when I come across yeah. other comics who are really proud of the Bay Area and really trying to blow oh, up the yeah. Bay Area. Munoz is the same way. Like he's like, I I want these people in my rooms to blow up. Yeah, because he wants the that. Bay Area to be. Yeah, shout out to Pete. Pete's the one who kind of like encouraged me to get the pepper tray. So yeah. I, I definitely, I'm one, I'm definitely somebody who always pay like let's. Gives the acknowledgement. I was happy to book him on Urban Spice. Like I've yeah. been one. I always want to book people that help me. Um, yeah, man. Uh, he he gave me a little the courage to go walk into a bar and tell them, hey, I could do it. Open mic here. Nice. So I, I definitely, yeah. I don't I don't ever hesitate to give people the proper credit. But yeah. right on. Cool, my friend. Yeah. It's Bump been mic. great chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been great chatting with you. And let's take care of some business after I stop this. Let's get it done, guys. Yeah. Yeah, dope, man.